Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. This podcast is designed to provide you with a brief update on what's going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. To improve your returns even further, then check out footballindexclub.co.uk where you will receive instant access to highlighted players, trading advice, databases, and also analysis on the players of your choice. You can use code PODCAST50 with a capital P to receive 50% off your first month. Hello and welcome to episode 229 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. I've got Kevin, Index Moneyball, on the pod again today. And Man United, of course, have just lost to Seville 2-1. How are you feeling, Kevin? Not, I'm not happy, but I guess it, to me it almost sums up where United are really at. Getting to three semi-finals, they're just not quite there yet. And mm. You know, in January, if you'd have told me we were going to make the Champions League, I probably would have took that. So trying to look at the bright side, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And Man United have come a very, very long way this season. If you think where they were at the start and now where you are and how your setup's going to be for next season, I think there's definitely a lot of positives to take away. Um, but yeah, of course, a disappointing result tonight. Went ahead 1-0, 2 and really should have just taken their chances. I mean, there was a lot of chances, especially in that sort of 10 minutes after half-time. And Seville did defend fairly well. There's a few good blocks. You know that Diego Carlos challenge on Bruno in the first half? I thought that was a foul. What, what about you? I don't know which one you mean in the first half. I think it was in the first half, wasn't it? Where he... Um... Where he's just like shoved Bruno out of the way. They're both challenging for the ball and Fernandez looked like he was about to get to it. And I think Carlos was shielding the ball, but he kind of shoved him out of the way. Yeah, there was one in the second half towards the end, which I thought was a penalty. They did a check on it. But from from the replay, it looked like Bruno got his foot on the ball. And as he touched the ball, Diego Carlos just pushed him. And um, but I mean, it wasn't. I don't think it was a clear and obvious error, so I don't think they get it. But yeah, I think in general, United just like say they're like ninety percent of the way there to being a good team again. And and I think it's the same for the players. Like Rashford's on his day is very good, but he's very unreliable. Like Marshall again seems to be playing a lot better than he has done in the past, but he's just not quite at the finished article. Like he, he had that one shot from the edge of the box, which. To be fair to him, he scored a lot of goals like that this season, and I just couldn't believe he didn't hit the target. Yeah. And then there was, you know, there was times where he's gone through, and his finishing's been, in general, very good. And he normally would have dinked the keeper there, I think, and the, the keeper's trailing leg just got the ball. So I think we were unlucky in some aspects, but at the same time, we didn't really have the clinical finishing. And then also, I think towards the end, I was getting really annoyed because they were playing as if they were four-one up or something. There was no urgency when it was at one-one, and then. You know, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, one thing I noticed was like Rashford, because I hold a few of him, so I kept a lookout for him in particular. And I don't know, I thought his attitude was a bit, a bit dodgy at times. Like you see him, and he just didn't really look as enthusiastic as maybe usual. He looked very frustrated. I think he's not been playing well, so I think that's probably why he's frustrated. And I find yeah. Rashford sometimes just makes a really bad decision about what to do. Like, he'll take a shot from 40 yards out on the wing or something. And, you know, I just think, his, yeah, his final ball is not always good. And he's, he's dribbling today. Like, he, he would do, like, three step-overs, and then on the fourth, he would get the ball caught under his feet and lose it. There was a time where he was on a breakaway, and he 
just had to beat one defender and get a shot off, or he could have passed it to Marshall and instead he just dribbled straight into him. Yeah, that's very true. I think it's weird to look at that Man United team today and imagine it without Bruno because I thought Bruno was the best player uh, probably on the pitch today, actually. And I don't know, who did Man United have in like attacking midfield before Bruno Fernandes? Last season, Pogba played a bit further forward, but then we had like, you know, Pereira and Lingard have played there, Matt has played there. Yeah. We definitely needed someone. I think, like, for me, Pogba played pretty shit in the first half, just looked like everything he tried didn't come off. But in the second mm-hmm. half, he seemed like he was playing fairly well and his dribbles were pretty... He's similar to Rashford in that sometimes he just does one trick too many and gets caught. But a lot of the times he was, like, boxed in and he managed to get his way out. And when you've attracted two players and you can beat them and get the ball away, then you've kind of created space for everyone else. So I think next season, if they can play, if they can kind of carry on from where they are now, which is pretty likely considering there's only a month of break, then I think they'd be able to build from it pretty well to the end of next season. Yeah, I suppose they're still a relatively new team in many ways. A lot of those players probably haven't played with each other. And there's a few sort of new signings or... Even like Greenwood, I mean, he's coming through and it's only really his first breakthrough season. Uh, I thought he was really good at times today. Decision-making, maybe not always the best. Sometimes maybe he could have passed instead of shooted, instead of having a shot. But overall, I thought he looked better than Rashford like in that game. Uh, and yeah, I think they'll develop. I think they'll continue to improve those players. And hopefully they'll do better for you next season. Uh, I think as well, they're, they're a young team and they, they said that was the 61st game of the season for United. And Wan-Bissaka in, in this game and the last game just looked knackered to me. Yeah. So, like, and he played a lot. He's not really, you know, because we didn't really have a second string right back for a long time. Fosu Mentor was injured. Um, Delow was injured. So he's, he's played probably almost as many games as anyone. And you're, you're right, though. I did think Greenwood seems to be growing in confidence and getting more involved in the game. And I think that was reflected in his score on the PB as well. Why is he, is he hit a good PB score tonight? I've not actually had a look through them yet. It's not good, but it's just better than... I mean, he was... The, I think he was second forward. I'll have a look. Yeah, um, so he was second forward with 1-1-4. Yeah, on yeah. The, and, you know, Rashford got 64. Uh, Marshall got 29. I do think that reflects the impact that... Greenwood had compared to those two players. so Yeah, definitely. I think Greenwood's probably the making of a better PB player. Um, I think it's hard with like a lot of under 20-year-olds. Sort of they, they tend not to hit the highest PB score straight away. It sounds like there's just something missing. Maybe it's just a lack of involvement. But you still hit a much higher PB score than like Rashford and Nedry, Marshall. So, yeah, he has played well tonight. Luke Young, he won 2-9. Go on. Today's the first time I've really seen him come in off the wing like, and try and look for the ball more. Mm. Um, I, I, maybe I missed some games towards the end of the season where he did it, but to me, he seems like he always just hung out on the right and not got involved unless the ball's been passed to him, but today he seemed a lot hungrier. Yeah, yeah, I thought he looked really good. And I yeah. wonder if that will influence like the Jaden Sancho sort of transfer saga as well. Yeah, it's a very weird one, that. It seems to me like if you can get him for £110 million, probably should just go out and do it because I feel like next season is going to be more than that. Um, yeah, I can't really see Sancho not having another amazing season and maybe going up in value even more 
um, because he, he just is that good. And I guess the sooner you get him, the, the bigger influence he's going to have on like the club. And uh, you're going to sell just a crazy amount of shirts anyway. So I think from that perspective, financially, it makes sense. And I think for <laughs> then they would be more interested because they probably would get the, the feedback in shirt sales immediately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Completely agree. Uh, probably should wrap up fairly soon. I've just been called because I've got some mates having a dinner tonight and uh, I think I'm expected. But I'll just go over a couple more players, if, if you don't mind. Ava Benegas actually hit a 2 3 6 and his star man again tonight. So 18p in dibs for him. Uh, instant sale price now 50p. So what's your opinion on him? Obviously, he's going off to Saudi Arabia. Can you see any logic in buying him at the minute? No, I think that's a win next to the last two games that he's played in. <laughs> I think they'll be very happy that he's uh, scooping some dividends. But not yeah, the bonus yeah absolutely. Goal. I mean, you can imagine like Adam Cole just sitting in his chair watching Bruno Fernandes first in the PB rankings by a mile, knowing that he's going to have to pay out a crazy amount. And then Ava Benego come, comes first and he's probably having a bit of a celebration. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I keep noticing is that Pogba, even though Bruno gets a lot of penalties and scores a lot, Pogba yeah. seems to be outscoring like with his base score every every time. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah, because he got one eighty, so it was thirty five for off for a goal. So Bruno got two ten, so he would have been five points behind. I know that doesn't really matter that much because Bruno is going to be taking all the penalties, and I would I would say that United are going to get a lot of penalties. I know it's like a kind of ongoing joke, but yeah. with, the, with the strike force and with Bruno coming in. I do think they probably deserve a lot of the penalties, but then maybe I'm biased. I mean, I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they get a crazy amount of penalties. I think they've had the most in uh, Europe, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, Paul Pogba, I mean, maybe just sitting a bit deeper. He tends to have high PB scores, the deepest city midfield. Well, um, higher base PB scores anyway. Obviously, the peaks are higher for the attacking midfielders like Bruno. Uh, but yeah, that, that should probably wrap it up for today. Just a really quick update on what's going on. Um, so yeah, any final words, Kevin? And sorry about the loss before before we go as well. No, I think the only other thing I was going to mention is that Pedro Porro, who's one of my holds, and if any people who followed my channel, he's gone to Sporting, hasn't he? He has, yeah. Which I think that's a good yeah. move. I think he's going to get game time, and he was doing pretty well not yeah. last season. Before, yeah, so. that'll be interesting. I, I literally was going through transfer market earlier today, and I was going to mention that to you tonight. Um, but I didn't notice that. There's quite a lot of players who have gone to Portugal. If you have a look at who Benfica signed recently, they signed some pretty oh, good yeah. players. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But he's, he's on loan. He's on loan from Man City. If he has a good season there and goes back to City, then, yeah, you don't know how he's going to do. But I imagine there's a widespread on him, and uh, he could be worth a punt, perhaps. I still say that at some point in the future, football and next should have like a league two for PV where they can put in maybe like the Scottish Championship, uh, the Championship in England, like the Eredivisie and, you know, like put some, yeah, yeah. some into like a lower PB ranking. Yeah, that, would that would be interesting and make the game a lot more fun in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, the more scouting that's available for traders to do, the better because it, it should just be about football knowledge. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll leave it there because I really ought to get on getting called by some mate. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for coming on again, Kevin. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you to everyone who retweeted. Uh, I don't know if you saw Kevin, but we had six retweets and five favourites on the podcast yesterday that we recorded. So that's more than we've ever had by a huge amount. So I really do appreciate everyone sort of spreading the word and trying to get the podcast out there to help it grow and 
get the value out there because of course it's it's free and if it's uh, valuable then that's what we want to hear and that's what I want to see on Twitter so I really do appreciate that and just thanks for listening as well.